Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hi, Connor. I know it's been a little bit since this story happened, but I've been thinking about it recently, and I wanted to talk again uh, about 12-year-old, maybe he's 13 by now, Jaden Rodriguez from Colorado, the kid who stood up for free speech to a silly uh, school administrator and teacher who complained about him. For those who don't know, we interviewed Jaden on our podcast a little bit ago, and so you can go go back and find that, um, and we'll try and link to that in the show notes page as well. Uh, th- this, you know, Jaden, what Jaden did is so symbolic in a lot of ways. Brittany, maybe let me actually start here with a question. So when you saw that story, give me your impressions. What, what was kind of your reaction when you saw what happened with Jaden? I couldn't believe the school administrator, um, and just how she was treating a, a kid like that. That was just, that was really weird to me how they were so just like adamant that he was doing something so wrong and the fact that they didn't know what the Gadsden flag was. So I think there was like a bigger problem, right? Not only was this ridiculous, but you have school administrators and teachers not knowing what it was. And if that, I mean, this whole thing is just a big advertisement for why public school is suffering (laughs) right now. Well, you have a unique perspective since you used to be a teacher. Yes. And so how do you, like with that teacher hat on, could you envision yourself ever reacting that way? Like, what what is it about certain teachers that, because in his case, it was a teacher who anonymously filed a complaint and said that the flag, that the Gadsden flag patch was a disruption. That's what led the school administration to get involved. And then the woman in the video is the vice principal who is uh, basically telling Jaden and his mom not only that the Gadsden flag has origins in slavery, which is completely wrong. Not true, yeah. Um, but, but also that it's a disruption to the classroom environment. So with your teacher hat on, walk me through kind of your, your thinking from that angle. Well, I have to say I was in a much different position because uh, the school I taught at focused around the Founding Fathers and a big emphasis on American history. And so that would have never happened. But I'm trying to think, like, what if somebody were to have worn, like, a like a communist, like, sticker or something? I would have handled that. But uh-huh. we also were private schools, so there were uniforms, right? So it would have been – I don't know that I can say how I would have handled that just because my experience was so different because we pro- – like, if a kid came to school with that in his backpack where I taught, he would have been given high fives by everybody. <laughs> like, the teachers would have been, like, awesome. He would have gotten an award, <laughs> you know? So it's such a different experience. Um, and I, but I can say just as somebody who was an educator, I can't imagine going in as somebody who probably teaches history and is, you know, I, I can't understand going in there and not knowing what that means or not like Googling it first. Cause it seems like the teacher took one look and just assumed instead of researching. Yeah. It, it's very sad. I think that an academic institution, which is responsible for educating children with truth was the purveyor of falsehood. I mean, it's like when the government cries out about misinformation and, uh, and, and, you know, the government set up this whole misinformation board and we need to combat fake news. The government historically has been the greatest purveyor of misinformation. Uh, for those who don't know, we've got our, um, our True Conspiracies book that recently came out. We're actually going to talk about uh, that a little bit in the next episode, too. But so, so many examples of the government being part of the problem. And I think it's that way with the government schools. Now, Brittany, you, you pointed out something interesting that I want to comment, comment on really quick. You said 
that the school you were at focused a lot on American history, that had Jaden sported a Gadsden flag, you would have been met with high fives. What's really interesting about Jaden's situation is that he went to a charter school. Now, a charter school is basically a public school with lipstick. Yep. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> still, it. it's still a government school. Uh, and uh, the government just says, well, for a charter school, we'll give you a little bit more flexibility on kind of customizing things. But it's really just tweaking at the margins, the, the core of you know, curriculum and standards and testing and everything is still there since it's a government school. So Jaden's school is called Vanguard. It used to be called the Cheyenne Mountain Charter Academy. Remind and me where he lived again. So he lives in Colorado Springs, right. Colorado. Okay. Now, after Jaden's story came out, there was a letter to the editor written uh, in the local paper in Colorado Springs by someone who was originally involved in setting up that school. I'm going to read this. It's just a couple paragraphs. And I, I was really, what's the right term? I, I was really uh, impressed upon by what she said, because it relates to what you said, Brittany, about, oh, this would never have happened at our school because we focus on American history. Here's what this person, her name's Deborah Cole, Here's what she said in her letter to wait, the editor. Was this the – so wait, this was the teacher or no? Sorry. I'm no. So the person that I'm about to read, this is uh, one of the founders of God, Vanguard of School. school. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so she says almost 30 years ago, I was a member of the parent group that created Cheyenne Mountain Charter Academy, which later became the Vanguard School. So three decades ago, she's one of the OGs setting up this school. She continues – as a member of the board for the first years of the school's operation, I am intimately familiar with our original vision. We wanted a rigorous and content-rich curriculum, high expectations, and unapologetic adherence to the old-fashioned virtues of civility and order, and respect for the principles of the American founding and Western mm. civilization. We stood athwart the ever more progressivist ideology invading mainstream education. The school flourished and its scores were among the top in the state, greatly exceeding the expected achievement for its demographic. Then she says, the recent episode in, uh, involving a student who is displaying, who displayed the Gadsden flag on his backpack is instructive. It demonstrates, this is, I thought this was powerful. She says, it demonstrates that any institution left on autopilot will inexorably drift to the left hmm. because the current of the culture generally is ever more leftward. So she's saying any institution left on autopilot is going to move politically to the left. She explained that it takes determined resistance and oversight to maintain the original mission. The statement of Vanguard's board reversing their staff's decision about the patch was appropriate and reflected the original philosophy of the school. But as a former board member who dealt with headwinds every day, headwinds meaning opposition from the staff, I would note, she says, that the board hired the administrators whose judgment in this matter they called into question. Administrative hires are a critical board responsibility because administrators set the school's tone and culture, diffuse the ideological assumptions that permeate it, and determine the kind of hires that are made downstream. She finishes this way. 
It is not enough that the board make the right pronouncements after grievous mistakes have been made. Relentless vigilance is the price of fidelity to the mission and indispensable for keeping the academic ship on course. So I thought that was powerful. Yeah. She's, she's saying, I was involved at the beginning. We wanted to be a school like the one you taught at, Brittany, that focuses on American history and civics and truth and virtue and all the rest. And we were set up that way. And, uh, you know, our scores were great. People were happy. But then at some point, the school kind of went on autopilot. There was less oversight from the board of directors. They were kind of more casual, perhaps, in who they hired. And inevitably, the, the people that you hire, they're, they're running the day-to-day. They're the ones that are making all the little decisions, and, and they're the ones hiring other people. And so if you hire someone who's maybe a little bit socialist, for example, or collectivist in their mindset, they're likely to hire more people like that. Pretty soon, you have a school full of people who do not share the values that the board wants to see. So even schools like the ones that you teach at, Brittany, even some of the better schools in the country that, uh, that have you know, a lot of good material and a good focus and emphasis, even they, I think, if, if not managed very intentionally and cautiously, can also kind of drift to the left and have these same run-ins. I think it's a sad statement on uh, our institutions in society, and when we let other people take them over, then it totally changes the culture and how people think. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Well, actually, I'd be curious to know, did did the school respond to that at all? I'm assuming probably not. They did not, no. Their attorneys probably taught them not to. Right. Uh, But that's really interesting. And so the school hasn't even made a comment, I think, since everything happened at all. Correct. Correct. That's that's crazy. No no apology. Uh, No one was disciplined. No nothing. They just quietly wanted it to go away. Did Jaden mention what his his own teacher, like, did she say anything to him? Well, the teacher who filed the complaint was anonymous. So, you know, in a typical school, you have a bunch of different teachers because yeah. you're bouncing around different classes. So the teacher was anonymous and they didn't reveal who that is. But his What's, own teacher wasn't being mean or anything. No, he, he didn't okay. personally. I mean, he got stink eye. He, he would say that he got like stink eye kind of treatment from some of the staff and, <laughs> and uh, teachers and so forth. So he, he probably has a sense of <laughs> which teacher it might have been. After it happened, you know, they reversed the decision for the Gadsden flag patch, but Jaden had also had some patches with firearms on them. So one was from the Firearms Policy Council. The kid is kind of a Second Amendment supporter. And, well, not kind of. He, he's a <laughs> I was going to say, it like he is. <laughs> yeah, he's a full-blooded uh, Second Amendment supporter. And so this patch, it says Firearms Policy Council, and then it has like two AR-15s kind of crossed over one another. And the school district has a policy against any, you know, paraphernalia with guns, uh, weapons, drugs, you know, sex, all, all that, just kind of a, a broad prohibition. And so when they first complained, they told Jaden, you got to get rid of all the gun patches. And, and he did that. Uh what was really interesting is when the story first broke, when I shared the story on Twitter and it, it went viral within minutes, it just spread like wildfire. The school, uh, the staff did initially have a response. And the response was, oh, uh, you know, this is this just has to do with these patches with guns on them. That's unacceptable behavior. This has been blown way out of proportion. This was about the guns. Okay, number one, well, 
number one and two and three and four and five. That's a total lie. <laughs> total, absolute lie. Uh, first, if you watch the video, at no point does the vice principal mention any patches with guns. Jaden had already taken them off. He was already compliant with the school district policy, even though he didn't want to. He didn't feel like those patches were at all harmful or problematic, but he complied. The video, the, the vice principal mentions nothing about guns. And then I also posted screenshots in the, in the Twitter thread when I first shared the story. I posted screenshots of the email. Well, plural, multiple emails that the uh, that the the school administrators sent to Jaden's mom. She provided me with the whole email thread. And at no point in the email do they mention guns. The whole email, back and forth, back and forth, is all about the Gadsden flag. At one point, the school administrator points to all these links uh, talking about how the Gadsden flag is racist. And, <laughs> and, and, and in one of the articles, I got a big kick out of this. I, I should have pulled this up. If you go to my Twitter and you know, search for this, you can, you can find it. But what, one of the links was hilarious that they were using to defend their position. It was talking about how the Gadsden flag has racist overtones and it's used by white supremacists and blah, 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 blah. Well, who did they quote? as their expert witness in this article to support what they're talking about. They quoted a scholar of graphic design. <laughs> Is that true? Really? <laughs> now, now I, I used to, my, my profession before all of this was web development and graphic design. There is no such thing as a scholar of graphic design. And, and you know, it's a random dude with an opinion that's all that is. And they're trying to elevate this as a, some authoritative thing. So then the school administrator takes the link and sends it to Eden's mom in, in the defense of their position to say, well, this is why. Look right here. They're, they're talking about how this is connected to white supremacy. It's literally one dude's opinion <laughs> on the Internet that they're trying to use. And so all that is to say that the school's entire opposition was to the Gadsden flag. They, they claimed after the story blew up that, oh, we were just concerned about these guns. Uh-uh. He had already removed the patches, and at no point in the video or in the email correspondence did they mention anything about, you know, firearms. So I'll wrap with, with this part of the story then. So after this all happened, fire... Uh, which they changed their name. Now they stand uh, It's right still there. fire, but it's, uh, oh, dang it. <laughs> Foundation for Individual <laughs> Rights in Education, yes. I think. No, no, no. It's it in, but it's now it's Individual Rights in like Expression or something like that. I can't okay. remember. Okay. Anyways, a fantastic organization, which I support. They, they started focusing on free speech in college campuses. Now they focus on free speech more broadly. So they sent a letter to Jaden's school saying, you know, you need to change the firearm policy um, uh, prohibition. So they had all these legal reasons and things, and they, you know, requested a response, and the school didn't respond. So then fire followed up with another letter, and I'm sure the school isn't going to respond, and they'll just hope that they go away. But it shows that, you know, we need eternal vigilance. That's the price of liberty. We need, like the woman, uh, this, this founder of the school, this co-founder said, if we leave things on autopilot, it's not going to end well. So my takeaway, what we can learn from Jaden, not only is the need to speak up, but the need to stand for truth in a world that is filled with lies and ignorance. And it's so important that we ourselves learn what is true 
and then we can share it with other people. That's why we do what we do with the Tuttle Twins. We want to empower all you guys listening with truth. We want to help you understand things as they really are. We want to help you realize what the deceptions are swirling around in our world. So we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you sharing with your friends, your family. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. If you're new here, thank you for subscribing and for listening. Brittany, great talking as always. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.